Thank you for turning into By the Formation, uh, where we break defenses down so you don't have to. Uh, I'm Ben Anderson, and today I'll be talking about the Nebraska 3-3-5 defense. Nebraska has made this transition to the 3-3-5, the more uh, kind of nickel-based set. Um, and for those of you that don't know what a nickel-based defense is, just meaning they have five sort of defensive backs or uh, secondary players. Uh, and the 3-3-5 consists of uh, usually one nose tackle, um, two kind of defensive end type players, two linebackers, and then an outside linebacker hybrid kind of moves around a lot, changes up the look to, for the offense, make it very difficult to play in what they're going to do. Um, and then it consists of two corners, two cornerbacks, and then two safeties, and then a fun player. It's kind of a player called a rover. Um, which is kind of just like a does his own thing, play just really focuses on the ball, just kind of moves around all over. is very versatile, and uh, that's what makes his defense makes his defense run. Is because uh, the focus on this defense is to show never show the same look twice. So there's uh, different different setups um, based on like where the defensive line might be. Or where um, where the linebackers are, something like that. Um, and then they also, uh, you know, they always move out of it through different blitzes of shooting gap or just finding different gaps. Um, there's always somebody different in a different spot, and that's what makes it so hard to defend. Is that teams have to be ready for anything? They don't know what to expect. Um, it's just such a different look compared to the normal uh, four linebacker sets or four defensive line sets that you kind of see nowadays in football. Um, this defense, uh, you kind of need a certain personnel for this type of defense as uh, they look for kind of smaller guys um, with a huge focus on speed here. Uh, you know, they just the goal is they don't want any of they don't want any offensive guys to even touch the defenders because they're small because they're made to be smaller. They're not made to to go head on with these guys. They're made to kind of run past them and make the play before the offensive guys can get to their spot. Yeah, there's just the the kind of emph- emphasis on this defense is that it's taken maybe a bigger defensive lineman guy who's gonna maybe help you in the run it's taking them out and replacing them more with uh someone who's more athletic um and more like a kind of like a safety or like a down a player that plays downhill um where they can just attack the football uh, and make a play um just typically you see the teams that run these defenses uh just the if you look at kind of the defensive units that they have they're usually more athletic um just pure speed they are able to pa- they're able to cover in pass coverage they're able to play pass coverage but while also able to kind of shoot the gap uh their assigned gap and on huge run plays or through different stunts and blitzes um still so stunts like different like if somebody shoots in some one of the linemen shoot in then another guy kind of goes around him to f- fill his spot and um, there's just so many. Of, there's a variety of ways uh, that 
teams can kind of take advantage of these of these opportunities and um, just confuse the offense and throw them off. So right now we see uh, Nebraska, who's having a lot of success with this defense. Um, and then also uh, TCU, last year they had a huge run into the college football playoff. They ran a very similar 3-3-5 defense, and uh, they found a lot of success with it because just guys don't see that see that defensive look very much anymore. And, uh, you know, they kind of – you have to prepare for all those different looks that they, a team can throw at you. And uh, teams usually just aren't ready for it because of, like I talked about, all the different changes that they can make or all the different stunts. Because, um, you know, when teams are moving around all a lot more, um, you have guys that are starting somewhere, and then by the time the ball snapped, they're – they could be on totally the other side of the field. Like, that's hard to block as an offensive team or hard to get even harder to game plan for if you're the coach. I mean, how are you supposed to – how are you supposed to kind of – how are you supposed to run a play for one defense when it's going to look one way and then it's going to be totally different by the time that the ball is snapped or runs through the hole? Because, I mean, that's what you game plan for. You Everyone has different block. Everyone in the offensive end has different blocking assignments. So when you just see, so when one guy's supposed to block, say the, say the one of the offensive players is supposed to block a defensive end, but then by the time the ball snapped, that defensive end is already, uh, he's moved on. He's somewhere else. He's beat you to the spot. And then, I mean, then what do you do? You don't have anybody block, and then the guys are making the play, and it just makes it very tough for these offensive teams. Um, especially who run the spread off the the spread offense, which is more like spread out. Um, so teams can look uh, in the spread offense. They kind of just look to get the ball out quick um, and find space. But when you have this three three five, there is no space because that's all that's moving around. It takes up all the space. Um, but then you also have so many guys, so many defensive backs that they're covering. They're covering different guys. They're covering different areas the flats is what it's called the kind of the shorter zones or you have the guys deep uh in the deep zones for the for the longer routes to take a little bit more time to go and then it's just made it very tough on opposing offenses so I just kind of want to go into what every uh what the job is of every kind of position group in the 335 um so I'm just gonna start with the nose tackle I kind of touched on it briefly but the nose tackle is just the guy in the middle, um, kind of a bigger defensive player. And the, their job is really just to take up space um, and kind of eat up these different blocks so then the they can't get to those linebackers that are kind of stacked over them behind, if that makes sense. Because um, you have the three linemen and then you have the three linebackers behind. So if they can take up those blocks, and that just opens up so many more gaps for those linebackers to fill in between and uh, make a play. We'll move to the defensive ends, so they're they're kind of similar to the nose tackle, um, but they're they're a little bit bigger guys. But you usually see them kind of be more athletic, because this is where those stunts happen, where they're shooting out and then someone's kind of coming back in and filling their spot. Um, so you might see he's over the center of the offensive line, and by the time the ball snapped, he's already moved outside. Uh, past maybe the tackle, the farthest lineman outside. 
um, because that's just what makes us so – because that's what makes this defense run is the fact that they're all moving. So it's very important to have uh, kind of athletic defensive ends because that's where – the kind of strength of your team where you um, – where it kind of opens up rushes for the defensive ends, the linebackers, um, maybe some of the defensive backs that are blitzing. So if you have a defensive end but they can't really move, I mean that they're just kind of you're just kind of wasting a man and it's slowing everybody else down. So they kind of they need to be able to uh, make plays in the run game, stop the run, but then they also be, need to be able to move and be athletic to where uh, you can still make this defense so special and deadly. I guess you could say. Um, now, uh, now we will get to the linebackers. Um. Just there's kind of three different linebackers. Uh, they all have different names, but they're they all kind of do similar things. So we have the it's called the the Sam linebacker is what this is called, which basically the S stands for the strong side. So like on the offense, um, on the offense you have your five linemen, and then if you have maybe like a tight end or something, somebody else that's on the line of scrimmage. Um, so kind of like an extra blocker. So then that would make it six. Um, whatever side that extra blocker's on is considered the strong side. Um, so the Sam linebacker is the linebacker on that side. So their job is to, uh, in this defense, they usually consist of, they're usually the one that blitzes, um, tries to cause a lot of problems. They're doing different stunts. Um, they're the guys shooting those gaps. So occasionally, though, you see you do see them because since this defense, like I said, is all about athleticism, you will see guys uh, maybe drop out into coverage um, and defend kind of the flats or like a sideline, uh, just kind of defend a little zone, a smaller zone to keep the defense from kind of open finding that gap. Um, but usually, this guy is the one that is blitzing or is up on the line of scrimmage, kind of make this a forefront. Uh, where there's four guys on the defensive line, kind of point straight up. Um, and then you have to go off of that, like I said, the strong side. So the opposite side is considered the weak side. So then that side of linebacker is considered the will. Um, so that's where you get the linebacker that's more, more than not is kind of dropping back into coverage, um, is being one of those uh, be one of those guys that are maybe maybe they go up to the line and it looks like they're going to blitz, but then by the time ball snap, they're dropping back into coverage to uh, stop a guy, make a play, um, something like that. So they will occasionally blitz, but it's more a lot more coverage. Um, so that's more of a uh, guy that's kind of familiar with coverage. So he's still got to be able to rush the passer, but it's not as significant if he's not able to get to the quarterback um, and rush. And then you kind of have the center of your defense called, this is called the Mike linebacker, which basically just means the it's because the middle of the field. He just, I mean, it's kind of in the name. He just stays in the middle of the field. So like I said in the nose tackle, they're kind of, their job is to cover one gap of the defense, kind of stay in one gap. Uh, so there's the two A gaps um, with the center, their right and left side. So we'll kind of if a defensive t if the nose tackle 
if you see him go one way, that mean that usually means the linebacker's gap is that other a gap that's free. Um, so like in the run, that's kind of where he's stepping up, or um, if he's blitzing, that's usually the gap that he's shooting for. I guess that's a stunt, but so usually his job is kind of stay in the middle of the field. Um, in coverage, you'll see him kind of take just the middle zone, middle of the field, and just kind of run with people. Um, but then he's got to be. This is where you see your usual. Usually, you see the most physical guy on the team because uh, I mean they gotta they gotta f- fill the gap, put their head down. They gotta make a huge hit because um, if they get past that middle guy, it's kind of he's kind of the last line of defense. There's not a whole lot behind him, um, so he's usually the physical guy. He's not afraid of contact, and uh, he's usually the guy that's making the stops in the run game. So now we kind of get to those five defensive backs that I touched on at the beginning. Um, you have your two corners, two cornerbacks on the outside. Um, these guys are, they're cornerbacks, so they're obviously their pass first. But what's huge about this defense is that they're able to go and kind of stop the run. Um, usually you see teams kind of counter this defense by uh, running the ball more outside, forcing it outside, outside the tackles, and uh, forcing those guys where there's not as many, where there's not as much numbers. Because like in the in this defense, there's only kind of one guy on the outside, so usually you see them attack him a lot. So he's got to be able to step up and make those um, stops in the run game. It's huge for the team if he's able to do that. Um, so he's supposed to be very physical. And then sometimes um, just one of the stunts you'll see is one of the safeties behind him will kind of come up and he'll take the receiver and then the cornerback will blitz the quarterback. Just uh, another different look to give the, t- the offense. So just they're always moving. Typically and uh, they're typically they're running with the receivers on the outside. Um, so yeah, they're just their job is kind of just control the outside, I guess, and they're they gotta. They have to be able to make plays in the run game. Uh, next, or there's so there's three different types of safeties in this defense because there's there's two corners and then there's the three safeties, and uh, all three safeties kind of have different jobs. So um, so you see uh, there's like a it's called a I don't know, there's different names for him but and this for now we'll call it the box safety. So you see him. He's kind of a a bigger guy, but he's still in the secondary. Um, more athletic, or he's still athletic, but he's definitely maybe heavier um, and can definitely might look closer to a linebacker. Um, he's usually the guy that's up. He's up in the the box, which is like considered where they kind of run the ball. Um, so that's called the box safety. So his job is to kind of um, help out when the teams run the ball. Because, um, I mean, when the teams run the ball, there's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of guys that are there to stop the run. So they have kind of designated guys whose job is to look and try and stop the run. And that's kind of what this box safety does. Um, but then he also, you see him blitz maybe on the outside or like he's always moving around. Um, they'll bring him up. He'll be one of those guys that they'll bring up to on the line of scrimmage. Um, just make the defense really, or make the offense, excuse me, make the offense work. Um, not let him get too comfortable, uh, stuff like that. But they definitely still um, 
different coverages that I'll t- talk about later on. They uh, Their job is to cover kind of the deep zones um, and just kind of turn around with the guy. Um, the next safety that I'm going to talk about is uh, the Rover. This is the one that you see a lot of different names, um, but I'm most familiar with it be called the Rover. This is kind of uh, the guy that is – this is kind of the extra guy that they're bringing in. Um, so he's uh, – he really just does a lot of everything. I mean, he starts out in kind of the um, – he starts out in like kind of behind – wait, in the back because um, you have your free safety who I'll talk about in a minute. You have him in the middle of the field, and then you have the um, – you have the bandit or the sorry, you have the rover, and then you have the box safety are kind of next to him, but those two guys kind of move around. So uh that's where the rover starts. Um but I mean it's kinda very similar to box safety. He's he's kinda he's gotta be able to have his head up to where if they're if they're running the ball, he's gotta be able to come up, make a play, and make a stop. Um and but he's also got to be a guy to cover those deep zones um, on pass plays because he's kind of one of the last lines of defense for those deeper routes, which you'll normally see offenses try to run these deeper routes to make the safeties commit one way and then kind of run uh, somebody else behind him to try and get him open. So it's kind of his job to uh, take the deepest guy and uh, – prevent those offenses from having those huge plays. And then the last guy, I kind of I, – I brought him up, but it's the free safety. So that's just the guy. Uh, he's in the middle of the field, but he's way far back. He just kind of – he's kind of just reading everything. Um, he's looking at who's coming his way. Uh, you might see him – you might see them shade over more. If there's maybe three wide receivers on one side or two in a tight end and two in an extra. So if there's like three guys on one side, um, which normally happens with the spread offense, you'll see him move over and take them. So just uh, he kind of does a little bit of everything. Um, So he's just looking to uh, find the ball, make a play. Um, And he's kind of where the defense runs through because he's just – He's the extra guy. Um, he's the extra guy. He's helping wherever. There's a lot of help in this defense, but he's the one that he doesn't really have a designated offensive player to follow. So he he it's very important for him to find the football. Uh, now I just wanted to talk about kind of the different the different coverages that you may see. Um, so you you heard me talk about like if they run trips or have three people on one side uh you'll see um you'll see kind of the the way they shift uh where you'll see trips where the uh or the rover um might come down and take the so you have the corner on the outside and then you have the uh maybe the box safety or the rover depending on what side it is um they will take the outside guy, and then uh, typically one of the linebackers takes. Typically, one of the linebackers will take that third guy, and then you can see. So typically, one of the linebackers will take that third guy. Um, so then, 
So say it was on the side of the box safety. You'll see the box safety take out the outside guy, and then you have the linebacker to take out um, that third guy. So then uh, typically kind of everyone shifts to the side uh, that, like, the will linebacker, um, they would walk up and to um, – they would walk up to the side that's kind of overloaded and has – uh, different guys, and then so let's go back. So let's go uh, back to um, where I talked about if a uh, if you saw a team kind of have like three receivers, um, that's called or uh, called trips kind of. So what you would do is you would see the the defense would start to kind of shift with them. Uh, so you'd see. You would see obviously the corner plays the outside, um, and then maybe you'd see you'd see the box safety. They would be responsible for the second guy from the quarterback. Um, and then you kind of have that third guy left over, and you're like, who's who's gonna who's gonna take him? That's one. That's where uh, one of the linebackers comes in, and it's their responsibility to run with them. Um, but then you also would see the rover you'd see them walk up and take that linebacker's spot um and then just kind of the safe the the two safeties you just see them kind of shift so the rover shifts to that side and then you have the one safety who's playing over the top but they have kind of a preference on that side that the three guys are towards um and then for the different coverages, there's uh, to start with. Uh, you see a lot of cover two and cover three, which is uh, for the cover two. You see, uh, you kind of just see everyone taking short, uh, taking the short areas. Whether that's like the linebackers are kind of like in the middle, but like towards their side. Um, then you have the middle, and then the cornerbacks. Uh, are taking the um like the short part of the towards the sideline um so they're taking their they're taking their kind of areas um that are talked about uh and then you see the two def- the two defense the two safeties the rover and the free safety um those kind those guys are uh falling back into that deep zone that I was talking about where they're covering uh, those guys, they're covering the deepest route um, while the guys are going to pass them. So they're covering the deepest route, and then the box safety is moving up to help cover those uh, shorter zones that I was talking about. And then for the cover three that I was talking about, you uh, you see this is kind of a little different because um, – the two, the cover three, the three means that three guys are going back. Um, so you see, see typically um, the two cornerbacks, those are taking the deep zones. And then one of those safeties is, uh, and then you kind of have the, one of those safeties, the free safety is walking back or is also helping those two cornerbacks in the deep coverage. And then everybody else is kind of playing that middle area, and uh, they're only rushing three guys. This is the the cover three is the coverage that 
you see um, a lot of the time. That's what uh, cover three is the defense that you typically see. That's what Tony White is notorious for running a lot of his time at Syracuse. That was a lot of the coverage that he showed um, was cover three. And so far, that's been a very big part of the three three five. And then uh, kind of a more aggressive defense is the cover one. So this cover one is basically the one is the free safety is all the way back. Um, He's kind of the free guy, like I talked about, where he just has to find the ball. And then uh, everybody else is kind of like on the cornerbacks. They're going man-to-man, so they're just – so they're, you just see them uh, stay with the guy that's in front of them. They're running with them. And it's just kind of man-to-man, depending on how many guys they rush. But uh, typically when they run this cover one, you'll see um, – this is where you see kind of a blitz style where they blitz like usually about like six guys. Um, and then the rest of the guys just find a man and stay with them. And this is where they kind of try and – uh, get to the quarterback quick before he's able to get to it through all his reads and throw the ball. Um, just kind of something different to change the tempo. It's just there's this is about that kind of aggressive defense that I talked about. Um, how they just look for, they look to make different changes to make the quarterback kind of uneasy and off balance and try to take advantage when uh, maybe they're thrown off guard or not ready for everything that they're able to throw at them. Like I've said, just the strength for this defense is the fact that it's so aggressive. Um, Teams are always moving around, very athletic. They're able to get to the ball most of the time. Um, It's just kind of really confusing for the defense, especially now after it hasn't been seen in so so long. Not many just a lot of teams don't really run it. So then when you see a team that does it, it kind of catches you off guard. it just gives you it gives teams the ability to uh, get the most out of their defense without subbing. Like you see, typically, um, all these teams are subbing to get the right personnel on the field, the right people on the field for what they're looking to do at the time if they're blitzing or if they think it's going to run. Um, but with that three three five, you're kind of able to just to do it all at once. You don't need to put a different certain guy in or take somebody out, um, or even like change up your look. You're just able to stay in the same thing and just move everybody around. And that's what makes it so that's what makes it so successful for teams is just uh they can really just do whatever they want out of it. And offenses are the our offenses are the ones that have to adjust. But the defenses can kind of just stay in it the whole time, do what they want and just kinda move more freely. And uh, that's kind of why for Nebraska this year it's been so beneficial. Um, you've seen right now in the first four games of the season, Nebraska's defense is first in rush yards allowed. They've only allowed 185, um, and then they've only uh, yard allowed 100 or they've only allowed 1.83 yards per rush. Like so, that's you see them kind of up. up they're uh, so you see them above the other teams. Like that's just because it's a change that people aren't used to seeing, and these teams have to adapt to it. And they gotta, they definitely have to work. And the defense has been the bright spot of this Nebraska team. Um. So yeah, so uh, that's kind of my breakdown. I wanted to start with, I wanted to start with the Nebraska three three five because I just think 
it'd be cool. A lot of people can connect to it. Um, and it's kind of something it's something that's kind of been out of the game of football that uh, maybe if things go right, you could see it make its way back into the game. And uh, I'm interested to see what happens. So uh, that is my breakdown of the 3-3-5 nickel defense. And thanks for listening. <laughs>